Hi, I'm Tom Zalatni, and you're listening to the No Bad Food Podcast. If you're new here, welcome. This is a show about great food and the people who love to make and eat it. Our mandate is simple, to explore, taste, and learn about food in ways that celebrate all the things that make it great. Every week, we dig into a different dish, meal, ingredient, cuisine, or piece of food media, exploring the history and culture around it, sharing favorite recipes, and learning from our wonderful guests. The only rule? You gotta love it. After all, there's no such thing as bad food. Today's show is all about peanut butter, and we've got a very special guest joining us in the studio for it. But before we dig in, I'd like to take a minute to acknowledge that the studio where we're recording is situated within the traditional and unsurrendered territories of the Ganyangahaga First Nations. As settlers, it's important that we remember that the lands we occupy are not our own, and that we engage in conversations that challenge the colonial mindset. I want to encourage you to take some time today and every day to reflect on your relationship with the land you live on and with the indigenous communities of that area. Now, peanut butter is something that probably most of you know and love already, but in case you don't, uh, it's a breakfast staple in a lot of places made out of uh, ground dry roasted peanuts, uh, typically with fats and salt and sugar added to make it into just a really nice, like, typically thick and spreadable paste that tastes really good on its own or in combination with especially fruit jams and, uh, you know, chocolate spreads like the uh, hazelnut chocolate spread Nutella or any of its Italian counterparts. The thing that makes peanut butter so exciting, I think, is the combined sweet and salty crunch factor that you've got going on in there. Uh, If you get one that has crunchy parts to it, obviously. There is a heated debate in the world, maybe not necessarily heated, but certainly lively, between crunchy peanut butter lovers and smooth peanut butter lovers. I myself personally am slightly more a fan of the crunchy peanut butter, uh, just because I like the added textural element. Uh, And also, sometimes when you eat the crunchy peanut butter, the peanuts are a little bit burnt tasting inside because they've been roasted. And there's something nice about like the occasional surprise of an imperfectly roasted peanut <laughs> inside of the peanut butter. Like I think that, you know, in an in in a perfect jar of peanut butter, crunchy peanut butter that is, in a perfect jar of crunchy peanut butter, the peanuts will have been evenly roasted. So any of the crunchy ones that are still in their hole are going to taste perfect. But that's not realistic and every once in a while you do get one that's a little over roasted so you'll get a little bit of that burnt taste uh and i actually kind of really love that both for the variety of flavor that comes from that and for the reminder that nobody is perfect (laughs) including the factories that make the peanut butter that ostensibly ought to be able to monitor things like this and still occasionally let things slip by. It's nice to be reminded that everybody slips up once in a while, you know? that That's my little, like, <laughs> emotional lesson for you this week is that it's okay to make mistakes because even your mistakes can be delicious. Even a slightly burnt peanut will taste yummy to the right person. All right, let's get to the show. All right, we have a very special guest joining us in the studio today to talk about peanut butter. The Hi. one, the only, Rhea. Hi. How you doing? Good. Good? Okay, so when we were talking to you about coming on the show, you suggested that we do an episode about peanut butter. Yes. Why? What do you like so much about peanut butter? Uh, I just eat it in my breakfast every day. Well, almost every day. Fair. So what makes you come back to it every day? Is there something about the way it tastes or feels? Why do you want it every day? Force of habit. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. Is there something you like about it, though? It tastes good with honey. It does taste good with honey. The uh, the sweetness of the honey and the saltiness of the peanut butter together is a good, like... Combo? Yeah. 
Yeah. Is there any other ways that you like peanut butter? On its own. On its own. Peanut butter spoon. Sure. Here's an important question for you about peanut butter. Okay. Chunky or smooth? I like both. Chunky is good for the spoons and the smooth is good for the sandwiches because like it doesn't take up very much space and it won't squeeze out the sides. This is something people don't talk about enough with chunky peanut butter in sandwiches is the way that the nuts like make it squeeze out the sides. Because, yeah, if it's just the if it's just smooth, there's nothing in there that pushes things out of the edges of the bread. Yeah. That's smart. I hadn't thought about that. I like that. That's a good point. That's something I try to think about when I'm making sandwiches at work is like, how can I make this sandwich as full as possible without there being anything that like... Oozes out the sides? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Because that feels gross. Well, yeah. And it's messy. And then like you lose some of the sandwich too, right? Yeah. And like you don't want to lose your sandwich. Yeah. It's like when you're putting tomatoes in a sandwich, you don't want to put a whole tomato in there. <laughs> Definitely not. No one wants that. <laughs> yeah. I have some peanut butter facts for you. Are you ready? Yes. Did you know that people have been roasting and grinding peanuts into like butters and pastes and stuff for as long as fire and hard objects have existed? No. But the modern peanut butter that we know, like the kind of stuff we have yeah. today, only like first got invented maybe 250 years ago. Wow. In 1783, <laughs> so a long time ago, <laughs> yes. uh, in, there's a South American country called Suriname. And uh, back then it was a Dutch colony. So, uh, so the people there spoke a lot of Dutch. And in 1783, there are records that they had two dishes that were kind of peanut butter. One of them was called... Pinda case, and the other was called the Panda Bravo. Probably Pinda Bravo. I think maybe my, my computer autocorrected that to Panda. But maybe it was Panda. I'm not sure. The Pinda case was translated roughly to peanut cheese. And the Bravo is uh, like a soup. This is not just because of like language things, but actually because at the time, the one that they were making that was kind of peanut cheese had more of a cheese texture than a butter texture. Okay. So you would like cut slices of it off and eat it like that instead of, you know, spreading it on things. Like a soft nut. Like a very soft nut. <laughs> like a soft nut cheese. <laughs> well, it's like, you know, when we get those cheeses that are like, every time I do like a charcuterie plate, we get the like yeah. bunch of meats and bunch of cheeses. Yeah. Sometimes there's cheeses that are a little softer. Yeah. I'm guessing probably it was like that. But yeah, it's interesting because in the Netherlands and in Dutch speaking colonies, Today, they still call peanut butter basically peanut cheese uh, because in the 1940s, when they like finally started to patent and sell peanut butter the way that we have it here, yeah. uh, the government was like, it'll be misleading to call it butter. People will think it's butter. It's not butter. It's like more like a cheese. Let's just keep calling it peanut cheese. That is strange. <laughs> it is strange. Uh, the first patent... Do you know what a patent is? Nope. Okay, here's, here's a little lesson for you today. So a patent is basically... Like a legal document that says you invented a thing. Okay. So if you invented peanut butter in, say, 1884 and had a whole recipe and you were the first person to ever make it, you could go to the patent office and be like, hey, check out my peanut butter recipe. And they'd be like, wow, that's awesome. Here's a patent. And basically it's a piece of paper that says Ray owns peanut butter. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Pretty means, simple. Yeah, exactly. Kind of like a receipt, just the first one for that thing, like, ever. Sort of, yeah. And, and it basically, it means, like, anybody who invents something can claim the patent on it. And then in order for other people to make money making and selling that thing, they have to either have your permission or give you a certain amount of money every time they make it. So if I want to make peanut butter, but you own the patent, I have to be like, hey, Ray, can I make peanut butter? Okay. And if, if you say no, 
then I can't make peanut butter. Okay. But if, if you say yes, you can also be like, yes, but give me $500. <laughs> okay. So yeah, so the first, or one of the first patents linked to peanut butter that's like like the peanut butter we have today was actually created by a guy from Montreal. Okay. Uh, in 1884, Marcellus Gilmore Edson made a product that had the consistency of butter, lard, or ointment. Kind of like the soft peanut butter, the smooth? Yeah, exactly. Like I would say probably somewhere between that and like like hand lotion but like don't eat hand lotion you yeah and don't rub peanut butter on your hands either (laughs) actually that's interesting i wonder is peanut butter i'm doing some live googling here on the show folks is live peanut butter not live peanut butter (laughs) it's been a long morning is peanut butter good for your skin there we go let's see i'm pretty sure it is i heard it somewhere yeah it is wild okay apparently because peanut butter contains vitamins b and e uh it can probably not significantly but it can decrease or reduce the signs of aging in your skin so if you eat a lot of peanut butter you will stay young forever (laughs) (laughs) no you will not but it will decrease the signs that you're aging yeah (laughs) you'll have less wrinkles when you're old if you eat lots of peanut butter if you eat lots of peanut butter you will look young forever If you only eat peanut butter, you will die young. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of of vitamins, uh, peanut butter is full of protein and dietary fiber, which means dietary fiber is basically something in foods that makes you poop good. Okay. (laughs) So if you are having trouble pooping, peanut butter is not a bad thing to eat. Just like... You know, don't eat too much. Yeah, I mean, don't eat only peanut butter, right? That's the thing about all foods is like, they can all be good for you if you don't eat only that food. Potatoes would be the best if they were actually the only thing you could eat. Potatoes? Yeah. Yeah, you could live off of potatoes. I think potatoes and milk. If you only ate potatoes and drank milk, you would still survive. Okay. You wouldn't have a particularly exciting life, but you would survive. (laughs) Yep. Okay, we're going to take a quick break to hop over to the mid-roll, and then when I get back, I will continue chatting with Rhea about peanut butter. If you're enjoying the show so far, make sure to hit subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on so that you never miss a new episode. While you're at it, consider leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or sharing this episode with a friend. For every new rating and review we get during the month of January, we'll be donating $2 to The Depot, our local food bank here in NDG. They can turn every $1 into $3 worth of food for a family in need, so by doing the simple free act of leaving a rating review of this show, you're functionally donating $6 worth of food to people who need it. There's literally no other way to turn zero into six, so if that math is exciting for you, go do it. You can read all about what The Depot is doing at the link in the description of this episode. Now every once in a while, I challenge myself to think of other ways to turn zero into six, apart from, you know, just adding six of something to it, which is feels like cheating a little bit. Uh, and the latest way that I've come up with is that if you draw a zero on a piece of paper, uh, you can, in fact, just give it a little bit of an umbrella to to give it that six tail that you expect from a six. So actually, it's pretty easy to turn zero into six if you're doing it with a pen and paper, but it is not easy to turn zero into six when it comes to money that you have or money that you are using for things, short of, you know, leaving a rating and review for free and then having me give money to people who can multiply the use of that money. There's your little math fact for today. (laughs) 
Don't forget that now is your chance to submit your nominations and cast your votes to determine who will compete in Munch Madness 2023. Munch Madness is our annual food bracket tournament where we bring in special guests to vote and argue about which food is most deserving of the title of Best Food of the Year. It's a big tournament with lots of big names and lots of big foods and lots of big feelings involved, and uh, we are currently figuring out which foods are going to be the competitors in this year's tournament. Um, So yeah, hit the link in the show notes to go vote for up to three of your favorite foods uh, from the list of foods that we recorded content about in 2022. And also you get one write-in nominee. So any food that you think deserves to be in this tournament uh, that isn't on that list already, or even one that is, you can put in the write-in category. And, uh, you know, the four foods that get the most write-in votes will be put into the tournament as well in their own bracket. Uh, So this is your chance to have your opinion heard, uh, whether you're a guest or not, um, by telling us which foods you think deserve a shot at the title. Of course, the winner of Munch Madness 2023 will be crowned Best Food of the Year, and then we will add a bunch of extra content to our schedule for the rest of the year based on that food. So in 2022, the winner was bread, and we, as a result, recorded a bunch of extra content about bread and various uses of bread, like sandwiches and burgers. Uh, So if there's a food that you think we should go into in depth this year, maybe you love peanut butter, maybe you really, really want us to record just a ton of episodes about nut butter, in general. Uh, now is your chance to cast votes and make that happen. So uh, <laughs> in the immortal words of Hillary Clinton, Pokemon go to the polls. We'll be announcing the roster in February, which is very soon. So like really, really get your nominations in ASAP. The last thing that I want to mention here in the mid-roll is that I am looking to do more guest appearances on other people's podcasts this year. So if you have a podcast of your own and you're listening to this and you're thinking, boy, I'd love to talk to Tom about my thing, uh, hit me up feel free. I would love to be on your show. You can reach me very easily. I'm very easy to find and contact on the internet. Uh, It takes two seconds to shoot me a message on Twitter or Instagram, and uh, I would be very excited to schedule something with you. So hit me up. Let's talk about food or or video games or music or I don't know, (laughs) any of the things that you are excited about, I will probably also be into because I love things. That's a that's 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 that sentence, I guess. I love things, all sorts of things, and I would love to talk to you about them on your show. So yeah, hit me up if you're looking for a guest in 2023. I'm trying to make this happen for myself and for you, and I think it would be a lot of fun. All right, that's enough for the mid-roll. Let's get back to my conversation with Rhea. Uh you mentioned earlier the peanut butter spoon, and this is my peanut butter pro tip for the day. Uh sometimes in the morning. I wake up and I'm just too hungry, right? Yeah. You get this too, right? Yeah. And uh, one sometimes of Sometimes the... I wake up at midnight. Yeah. Sometimes you wake up at midnight <laughs> and you're too hungry. And the perfect thing to eat when you're like super duper hungry and you don't really want to like make food is a spoonful of peanut butter. Okay. Yeah. So if you're ever, you know, if you ever wake up in the middle of the night and you're like, oh, I'm super hungry. Do I want to wake up, mom? Do I want to make up, wake up? Do I want to put on my makeup? <laughs> And make some food. (laughs) Why do you put on makeup? Because you have to put on makeup before you can make food in the kitchen at midnight when no one else is awake. That doesn't make sense. (laughs) No, no. Uh, But, you know, if you're ever hungry and you, like, need something to tide yourself over, either because it's the middle of the night or because you're, like, too hungry to make breakfast, eat a little peanut butter. You'll feel better. Unless you're allergic to peanut butter. Don't, don't, don't eat it if you're allergic to it. 
is one of the worst things to be allergic to. I think so. I think so. I know when I was a kid, we were still allowed to bring peanut butter to school. Nice. I wish I was. <laughs> yeah, it's tricky, right? Because it's like, it's so good. But I understand why you're not allowed, right? Because you have friends who are allergic to peanuts. Or maybe not friends, but like classmates, right? Yeah. And you don't want to kill them. No. So <laughs> probably it's a good thing not to bring the peanut butter to school. Oscar has an EpiPen in mm-hmm. the office for if there's like peanuts in the room. Yeah, that's it. Some kids like some kids it's that and Luca, serious. And Luca has one that he has to bring wherever he goes in case there's peanuts. Yeah, that's it. It's like sometimes your allergy is just, I can't eat this or I will get sick. But for some people, even smelling it is enough to, like, set them off. So For of course, them, it's you know. to be in the room. And, like, even if they don't notice, they might, like, smell yeah. the tiniest bit. And like, eh. Yeah, that's it. It's tricky. And, like, because of that, we have all kinds of alternative nut butters, right? Yeah. Which is a funny sentence, alternative nut butters. <laughs> um, you've tried a bunch of them, I think, right? Wow butter. Wow butter, yeah. What is wow butter made of? Do you remember? No. I think it's soy. Soy sauce? <laughs> oh boy <laughs> that would be fun uh let me see wow butter i think it's yeah it's soy so Oy. so less people are allergic to soy than than peanuts so you can bring like wow butter to school yeah do you like wow butter not as much as peanut butter sure but it gets the job done if you need it yeah all right all right good i know i've tried like almond butter and cashew butter too those are a thing yeah cashew okay. butter i like a lot but i also like cashews a lot almond butter i could take or leave it i remember being able to bring peanut butter to school and i did it once or twice but back then if you were allergic to peanuts you just sat at your own table like all the peanut allergy kids would sit at their own table at the other end of the cafeteria so that they would be safe from everybody else basically okay um and that wasn't really fair to them you know yeah because uh, their friends might not be allergic to them. Yeah, exactly. And then you can't hang out with your friends. And it's like, oh, well, sorry, Andrew. You're going to have to sit in the corner by yourself and not eat peanuts. It's hard to be Andrew. Yes. <laughs> what do you think would be the most exciting way for you to get some peanut butter? Like like on food, not just a jar. <laughs> <laughs> peanut butter and mostly honey sandwich. Okay, okay. So like extra honey on the sandwich. Yes. Okay, okay. If you were going to add a third thing to the peanut butter and honey sandwich... What do you think would go really well on there? Cashews. Cashews? Cashews. Okay, okay. Whole cashews? Or uh, like, like ground, gra- up? ground up into mm-hmm. like a dust, but like mm. cashew. Okay, okay. Like a cashew dust. Okay, I can dig that. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Get a little extra salt, a little... Uh, cashews have kind of, um, kind of a sweetness to them yeah. that peanuts don't have. The reason that I like honey and peanut butter together is because when they mix to the- together, they make like this sort of like hardish honey it's like sure sort of like a sheet yeah like it would crumple if you tried to hold it but like <laughs> in your mouth it feels really nice sure yeah yeah i love that i think for me if i was going to do peanut butter and honey with one extra ingredient i would want to put in like maybe something fruity because i feel like they... apple slices peanut ah. butter and apple is actually very good well and so is honey and apple right yeah which we we do a lot you know around the holidays here yeah, yeah i think that'd be awesome peanut yeah. butter apple and honey yeah that sounds really good yeah you should try that this week yeah if you had to if you meet somebody right you meet a new person mm-hmm. like someone comes in and they're like hey my name is dave i've never eaten peanut butter before i don't want to eat peanut butter but you you are a peanut butter salesperson yeah all right Rhea, your new job is to sell peanut butter <laughs> Uh, especially you really, really need to sell peanut butter to Dave or your boss is going to fire you. 
How are you going to sell Dave the peanut butter? I'm going to put it in a way that he won't notice that it's peanut butter. Okay. And then afterwards, I'll tell him that there is peanut butter in it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then he'll be like incredibly surprised and be like, I love peanut butter. Yeah. Okay. So you're going to deceive him. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I like that. You know, honestly, like that, that works a lot of the time with people. You'd have to make sure he's not allergic. Yes. Well, why would my boss fire me if I had to? give him peanut butter well because your whole job is to sell peanut butter well yeah but like but if he was allergic your boss would probably not force you to sell it so let's assume dave's not allergic to peanut butter yeah yeah yeah. um okay yeah so so you would hide it in something what do you think you could hide it in i think i'd hide it with like a lot of honey and Mm. a lot of other sweet stuff okay but like enough that you can like notice the butteriness you'd be like hiding the flavor a little bit with yeah. the other stuff, but yeah. not necessarily hiding the texture. Yeah. Okay. And like, okay. it might like mix up and make a weird t- taste. And if he doesn't like it, oops, I screwed up. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm going to get fired. Which is always a risk when you make food. There, yeah. There's always a risk that you'll like accidentally not quite get it right, you know? Yeah. But you're still going sandwich or would you do like a donut or a cake or something? What do you think? Well, there are actually like... I can't remember what they're called. Oh, yeah, there's, like, a peanut butter tart. Ooh, okay, sure. It's, like, a little pastry, like, that's a bowl shape, and you put peanut butter. Okay, so you'd do something like that, but you'd maybe, like, you wouldn't tell him it's peanut butter, and you'd make sure that it, like, has a good amount of honey so that the peanut butter is kind of hidden. Or, like, just, like, coat the top with with honey. Okay, okay. So a sneaky peanut butter tart. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right, I'm into that. I love a good tart. This is interesting because I feel like with most foods, when I'm trying to come up with ways to make them more exciting, I think about how to add extra flavors and extra textures to them, right? Mm. So usually with something that's like sweet and salty and crunchy and smooth, I'd be like, okay, well, what can we add to this? We've already got sweet and salty. We've already got crunchy and smooth. It's kind of perfect on its own. Yeah. So you want to add stuff that like highlights that a little bit, right? So like a little more salt. Yeah, a little like more salt more or a nuts, little more sweet. That's bit, it, right? A few more nuts. Yeah, but it's tricky because like we've already got the things that I want the most in a food. We've yeah. already got the sweet, the salty, the crunchy, and the smooth just from yeah. the peanut butter alone. So anything you add to it is just going to... Highlight it. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of... It feels like maybe it would be easy to sell peanut butter to Dave. Yeah. As long as Dave is willing to... Eat it. Yeah. Now, if Dave refused to eat it, what would you do? I'd, like, disguise myself and get a job somewhere else and try it again. (laughs) (laughs) That's it, Dave. You just made Rhea quit. (laughs) No, I would, like, still have that one, but I'd, like, go to a different store, pretend I work there and stuff, and just, like, give him the dart. It's like, oh, okay. (laughs) Does not realize there's peanut butter. But what if Dave doesn't like tarts? <laughs> then I do the sandwich idea. Okay, okay. So you switch back to sandwich. Fair enough. And just tell him it's a it's a honey nut sandwich. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. There we go. We can convince Dave. I think he can come around to this. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever had peanut butter as part of something that seemed like a really weird place to have peanut butter? Tart. <laughs> Okay, so you're telling me peanut butter tarts are weird, but also that you're going to use them to sell peanut butter to Dave. Well, yes, they don't, like, make sense, but once you eat them, you're like, ooh, this is actually very good. Okay, sure, sure. I love that. Have you ever put peanut butter They're on a burger? They're a bit stickier than you'd like, but mm. no, okay. I've never had peanut butter in a burger. Would you try it? Maybe. Maybe? Maybe. When I was, I think actually, because you're nine now, I think I did this when I was, I think I did this when I was eight. 
but I, I remember we went on a like long drive. We were driving back from Ottawa to Montreal and, uh, we stopped somewhere to get burgers on the way. And I remember we got to this burger place and you could put anything you wanted on your burger. And I saw on the menu, they had peanut butter as an option. And I said, okay, let's do this. And I got a burger that was, you know, bun, patty, I think bun, patty, ketchup, mustard, cheese, and peanut butter. It blew my mind. It was like really good. It was really good. Because if you think about a burger, you don't really have anything that gives you... Like, unless you're putting, like, lettuce on it, I guess. You get the crunch from the lettuce. And, so, and like, lettuce and ketchup, but you still don't get the salty or the smooth. That's the thing, right? Like, you... You get the other things, but not the salty or smooth. That's it, right? So it's like you kind of get... You kind of get a little bit of a buttery texture from cheese. You kind of get a little bit of salt. I mean, just from the burger itself. Yeah. A little sweetness from ketchup. A little crunch from lettuce. But adding the peanut butter to it gives it this extra kind of blanket that, like brings all those things together. Okay. And then adding bacon to it on top of that. I like bacon. Believe it or not, peanut butter and bacon, incredible combination. Seriously? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Especially on a burger. Okay. Have you had that before? Yes. (laughs) Where? The same restaurant? No, that I just made at home at some point. Okay. Because after realizing that I could put peanut butter on burgers at restaurants, I was like, well, there's nothing stopping me from doing this at home. My final question for you about peanut butter before we wrap up. Okay. Do you have any words of wisdom or or encouraging thoughts for people about peanut butter? Or anything you think people absolutely have to try? Nope. Just peanut butter and honey? They gotta... If they haven't had peanut butter and honey, they've gotta do it, right? Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Yeah, it's actually really good. It is really good. I am not a big honey person, and even I like peanut butter and honey. I'm trying to be more of a honey person. It just... Uh, the stickiness is hard for me. With the peanut butter, it... Like, the peanut butter is kind of sticky, but, like, also kind of buttery, so it, like, neutralizes it, and it's just, like, no stick. That's it. It makes no. it less sticky. <laughs> it's not trying to get away from your mouth, but it's not trying to stick to your mouth. It kind of it kind of evens everything out a little, eh? It's just like, I am here. <laughs> I like that. Everyone ignore me. <laughs> Don't mind me. I'm just honey. <laughs> Freya, thanks so much. You too. All right. Let's go play video games. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right. That brings us to the end of our show for this week. Thank you so much for listening to No Bad Food. Do you want to be part of the conversation? Hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at No Bad Food Pod. You can also find me on all the socials at Tom Zalatni. If you like this episode and want to help make the show even better, you can head to patreon.com slash no bad food pod to donate. For as little as $1 a month, you'll be joining the ranks of fine folks like Gab, Thomas, Anne, Erica, Carlea, Chantal, Andrew, David, Mallory, and Sarah. Patrons get access to all kinds of awesome perks, including the ability to request topics for episodes of the show. So if that's exciting for you, you can head to patreon.com slash nobadfoodpod and make it happen. We also have merch, and you can hit the merch link in the description to get all sorts of great stuff from our lovely friends over at the Podcavern merch store. The Podcavern, of course, is the network to which we belong, of which we are members. Uh, It's a collection of fine, outstanding, independently produced podcasts. We got shows about movies and shows about games and shows about 
food and shows about science and anything your heart could possibly desire, there's a solid chance that there's a Podcavern show for it. So if you are looking for more new shows to add to your playlist, go check out other shows at the Podcavern. You can hit the link in the description of this episode to find all of those. And of course, you can support us for free by leaving a rating and review on your podcatcher of choice and by sharing this episode with a friend. Our theme music is by Zach Peanut Butter Jelly Time Ingles, and our cover art is by David I'm a Goofy Goober Flam. You can find links for both of them in the description of this episode. And last but certainly not least, the show is produced and edited by me, Tom Zalatni, as part of the Podcavern Network. You can find out about all the great shows on our network at podcavern.com. See you next week. You understand. Just takes a little time, it takes a little time, it takes a little time with me. I hope you don't mind, we'll take it slow this time. No Bad Food is a proud member of the Podcavern Network. For more great shows like this one, head to podcavern.com. Have you ever seen those lists on the internet that's like top five sandwich toppings, top five movies of the year, top five celebrities who have a very punchable face? You know what I'm talking about. The point is, all these lists drive us crazy because we have no idea who made them and how they even narrowed down their top five list. That's where my podcast comes in. My name is Tung La and I am the host of Ranked, top five lists of stuff that don't matter. In every episode, with the help of a motley crew of self-proclaimed experts, we debate, battle, and work together, showing you the entire process of how we got there to create a top five list of any and every topic we can think of, like top five brunch menu items, top five fictional dogs, top five 90 songs, top five Steve's. The list goes on and on, and we will not rest till we rank basically everything. So join us every second Thursday in the pod cavern for ranked top five lists of stuff that don't matter. Top five, top five, top five. What Mega Man boss would make the most terrifying kaiju? I for one want to be the first to welcome our new kaiju overlords. How would Adam Sandler fit in the MCU? I injected myself with the Green Goblin serum. Oh! Debate This is a podcast that asks the questions about your favorite video games and comics that no one is asking. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever else you download podcasts. And on social media at Debate This Cast. None of it's that so is mind control. Though. It's so close. It's not it's, so close. It's-